This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know. What's up everybody, welcome to another, ooh, I'm dark today. Another All episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Who turned the lights out, man? You forget uh, to pay the bill, Domana? Oh, I knew I forgot to do something. <laughs> Damn. Somebody right. get these lights on, man. <laughs> as long as we have AC, we'll be all right. This is, this is all Shit. Chin's doing. He fucking wants to live in the darkness so bad. Uh, so what, bro? Jesus. <laughs> I look good. You look, look weird. <laughs> oh, my God. You look, you look like you're sitting in front of a green screen of outer space. <laughs> no, I look like where I come from. <laughs> <laughs> Darkness. The, 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 the darkness still, and the Dominican Republic. Yeah, it's still adjusted for the uh, Poker Out Loud um, filming. Last yeah, night. Christian likes it this way. I, I think. Bro, yeah. I think. I think with a couple little that tweaks. Looks good. You look with a couple yeah. little tweaks on your side. A little bit of lighting. This is. This looks way better. A little bit of light side for you. Yeah. I, I have an LED beaming in my face right nah, now. Nah, it's not as. It's not as close as it usually is. Mm hmm. Okay. But now you see how Landon feels all the time. What? Why? Why? Because his really? his lighting's always like a. a a thing that we have to work with. Oh, yeah, I'm not, but I have I have this nice light here that helps me. You know, I'm not complaining about it being in my face. I'm oh. complaining that I don't look white enough or, or oh, wow. light, light Sorry. enough. Wow. Light Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. No, I don't. <laughs> I want to look olive. Like, let's get it straight, okay? I, you need to change the contrast. I need that. I need that olive tone light that we have shining in Landon's face. It's not an olive tone light. It's just my light. Right. Right. It's, my it's, light. it's your light, but you know, it brings out my my undertones. My, my olive skin. If don't you take will. my light from me. I'll be a ghost. We've we've landed on that I'm Olive, right? We've all agreed on no. this. No, no, no. I'm I'm in a podcast right now with five people, and every one of them except Landon's looking at their phone because I'm looking right. to see what they think about the lighting. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm reading the chat. Oh. Comrade, don't give a shit. You dig? <laughs> Comrade brings a whole fucking laptop. I said, yeah. I said we're gonna find a way to hook He's it up. The researcher. To, no, He's, we're gonna we're gonna find a way to hook it up to Guapo's OBS. And give Conrad a soundboard. Now that would be great. I, but I also qualified it and said I thought he was the worst person to give that job to. <laughs> worst and best. Worst it might be best. the best or the worst. Mm -hmm. We'll never know. He would it's, abuse his power. We'll he would abuse his power, and also his comedic timing is one of the worst I've ever seen. Oh wow. my god! Coming from the least funniest person I ever met in my life. This kid's still speaking in, in spell check. Oh my god! <laughs> He's the walking spell check. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I'm glad the, the the mic is fixed. Everyone's happy about that. Yeah. For we, now, we figured out the issue. Um, we had a loose cord. And uh, it's the rigs that we bought. So they come with... Uh, you guys don't care. Whatever. They, <laughs> they just want to know the result. <laughs> they, they come with prefabricated cords. It doesn't matter and, how the mic is fixed. Yeah, it's just fixed. Landon's mic is still a threat to be uh, a problem. But we'll take care of I'm it. A, I'm a, I am a threat. Uh, I yeah. forgot to fix his. Um, but basically, they come with these prefabricated cords. And they're loose at the connection point where... The uh, extenders that we use are not. So we're directly wired these days. Good to fucking go. It's romantic lighting, Bert. I don't like, I don't like that, man. <laughs> romantic lighting? I don't lighting? like that at all. You're in a romantic lighting? <laughs> Mine looks like, like yeah, I, I look like I'm sitting no, under a street looks, lamp. It actually looks better on, on, on the actual thing. 
I, I'm it watching. It's like you thing. can walk or like it's like you're walking by yourself on a street and like a dark. Yeah, night. like look the 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 uh, the yellow light is like bouncing off of. I mean, you say of, this. But you I took you Mike look, out of my shot too. Look, man. You, know this, you look like <laughs> face. You know this. You look like a late night detective. Yes, that's what you look yes, like. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look I look like, like Bruce Willis on Moonlanding. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's perfect though. Yeah, I did. I look like I just got done with my hard nine to five, working the beat, you right, know. Right, but not, now you got some extra like second life going on. Yeah. Where, like, you got some curious case to This is to solve. what's happening. Yeah, this is like Frazier's uh, talk radio show. Like, I, we come I love in. looking back at it now, thinking you're a detective, just like, I'm going to get these sons of bitches one day. <laughs> we come in after hours and we do this true crime podcast. Like, yeah, you ever right. see, you ever see uh, Coffeezilla on YouTube? No. Watch it. He does like investigative, uh, like all the scammers. So he's Berkeyzilla. He, like, he like outs all the scammers, and he has like a whole set that's like. I mean, the way we're going right now yeah. with poker, that just <laughs> might be our gig. He, bro, if Coffeezilla was on, like, gets on poker, he'll have. It's endless. You have endless content, bro. How it's, easy is it? Like every day, somebody no, does we, something scummy. We, we we're talk just about here. this every day. Somebody does something so dumb that it lets us talk about it the next day. You don't even have to think about it. It's like, oh, someone did something again. No, Man. like in the beginning when we thought when we talk, we're like, yo, what are we gonna talk about for five days a week? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it's just like, never mind. These people just are thirty-seven percent of it has been covered. Yeah, somebody tweets something. Somebody does something ridiculous. How like unfortunate. We didn't have this show when the guy at the World Series just pulled his pants down and threw a shoe. It's so true. Oh man, I we mean, can that's still bring like, it back. Yeah, it, it's it's probably worth revisiting. It is at main some event point. time. I, I hate to always retell that story because the guy's from Pittsburgh. He's, but, uh, he's, he's super <laughs> Pittsburgh. I, I feel too. like he doesn't represent our finest. The broadcast was going on then, right? No, it wasn't. Mm -mm. No, Listen, I, I think it was before we had started. It was the summer before we started. I think it was the summer of. Uh, uh, I keep wanting to say to be determined. <laughs> that's not true. Um, Results may vary. Okay. You have to take the good with fun. the bad. Like you have this guy, but then you also got Rigby. You know. That's true. That's true. Rigby. So, Rigby actually is very representative of uh, the Yinzer. the classic Yinzer underground poker player. Yeah. He embodies that. Just uh, let me find a really bad hand in the deck. Call it the dirty diaper. Start tabling in people's faces. He uh, full kings. Conrad embodies the whole New York City underground. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> He is that. that Conrad, what, what, what hat do you have right now, Conrad? The same hat I wear every day. Every day. The Yankees hat. <laughs> yeah, you know how many I have of these things? The same uh, Yankee hat. I just got a box. You just Conrad like, actually like, might be the Yankee most well-known New York City underground player of all time. Call. <laughs> no, well, like, besides, besides. Showman. Uh, no. Well, yeah, people. Yeah. Well, that, from our generation, I think, for sure. From you our generation. You have like 300 hats. Sure. You have besides, 300 Yankee hats. Maybe, maybe, maybe Joe Black a little bit more, but. Definitely, Conrad's up there. I learned not to tell people what, what hand they have in Joe Black's game. Don't want to do that. Don't, don't, yeah. Don't do that anywhere. Actually, you should never go to any other. I, 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 I will never be there. Yeah, you are I'll a mark. I'm busy looking at charts and shit. I'm busy looking at charts and shit. I'll Your charts aren't going to help you in that game. I can yeah. promise you that much. See, yeah. everyone always says that. Everyone always says, man, we've come so far. Like, charts can't help you. Like, we play too, we play too gangster out here. Like, no, we play too no, many no, hands. Fucking they're fucking cheating. They're going to cheat you. I don't know they're cheating. These charts can't, these look, can't let's help not you. Say, let's not say they're cheating. I'm just, let's not say they're cheating? Motherfucker, I walked into a cold deck like you've never seen in that game. It, it could have just been a cold deck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was winning way before he got there. Berkey's <laughs> up 700 big blinds or 10,000 10, big blinds and suddenly they bring in a prop player who just 
picks up aces when I have kings and an ace gets exposed? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, man. I, I saw enough with Houston's expose. I know what let's, happened. Let's, let's, let's not we don't go know. as far we don't... as accusing anyone. That yeah. anyone I'm not accusing. Happened. I don't think, you know, any games in New York are cheated at all. No. It's, and I don't even think that actually happened. <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> Word of the wise, don't this play home games. This is not part of our intro, by the way. Don't don't play yeah. home games. Just keep yourself safe out there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think he cheated you. Let's just leave it. Alone. Yeah. You just punted right. off fifteen k in a two five game, man. Just live with it. I broke even. That that seems fair. <laughs> mm -hmm. They let me leave with my initial buy-in. Thanks yeah. for that. You you were up stuck. Yeah. <laughs> up buried. That was peak incinerated, Chin. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Winning ten thousand dollars in a five five game and then walking out dead even because you got peak incinerated. Yep. Max peak incinerated. The charge is saying not to get in kings for all that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. That was your mistake. Yeah, you're right. trying exposed. to be on some copium. When they, when they're trying to get on some copium, like, oh no, this no. happened. No, you just got it too many big wide <laughs> They know Berkey knows a chart, so they may do. They make sure to expose an ace. Right. What's the chart say? What's the chart say when an ace is exposed? Yeah. What's the chart say when there's a dead ace for everybody to see? I mean, there's more kings for you. Why didn't they just give you? Why they just give you aces? Give him kings and, and have him flop a set instead of uh, you know just to make sure you get it in. Yeah, that would have been way better. I would have felt better about it at least. We would have got in six bets <laughs> pre and maybe you a thousand just, big maybe blinds. Maybe just ran bad, man. Yeah. Just bad luck. Just bad luck. God, bring that back. <laughs> All right, so what's See, that's, why, that's why I got this detective light stuff going on right now. That's right. I'm on the fucking case, man. This happened seven years ago. I'm not letting it die. Let it die. It happened, like, let it die. It happened like 11, but let it die. That's the classic, <laughs> that's the classic detective. You know, like something happened to them 10 years ago, and it's like, I swear I'm going to get them. We're getting poker cold case files now. Like, yeah. uh, the authorities don't want to deal with this. But we're on the case. The poker files, and it's Berkeyzilla. Thursday. <laughs> Berkeyzilla. <laughs> Thursday, June 27th. Right. Everybody needs to smash that like button because there's only 10% likes. 10%? I'm just saying, we got we got almost 400 people you know, watching right now and we only have 35 likes. Lamez. They love us. Don't hit the like button. I, I trust them. Yeah. I, I trust that I they trust will. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to I grow don't. this audience, man. I don't, I don't trust them. We, we have some congratulations. Congratulations and condolences to mm. to offer out after yesterday's tag team finish. <clears throat> Unfortunately, our squad finished where we always finish. Oh, <laughs> so many bridesmaids. Oh, how many and seconds do we have, have now? Partners, but like three hundred uh, seconds. Please. And Espen uh, deciding to. Uh, off 25 bigs, Leonard with two sevens. He may just pile it. And this is very close, I think, with King Jack to call. I mean, I, were you limping with King Jack to call off? He is limped in. There's the all in, there's the call. Oh, Cards no. in their back. King seven Jack for sevens. A flip. A oh, flip. Sevens be King Jack. Let's go. This is a big one. Okay. It's a big one. Come on, King Ball, King Ball, King Ball, King Ball. Jack. And a full double up for 
Kerstetter catch it. Card in the back. I think that is the smallest prize pool I've ever sweat that hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't, about, it wasn't about the money, man. No, yeah, it, wasn't. it definitely wasn't. Something, Man, there was something about that event. I don't know. Maybe it's because I was emotionally invested because of Corey, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the fact that, like, Pads and Espen found a way to the final table and found a way to come back and win. Um, mm-hmm. But it play? felt like I was watching a really big moment, which is crazy because first place was... 150 mm-hmm. which is probably going to be i'll say it confidently the smallest first place prize that they televise all year yeah okay. yeah for sure um so yeah i mean like I, I don't know obviously we had a big emotional investment in Corey and jamie's team uh they got the heads up with like a five to one chip lead i think or more it was 50 it, it was 15 million to like two it was like six to, one. six to one chip yeah, six, yeah, to, six one to one chip lead yeah <laughs> we got really uh, that's that's kind of the unfo- unfortunate nature of this is right uh if you can't, or not can't, it's not up to Corey, but like when you don't close immediately, it's so hard to have luck fall in your favor. It festers. Right? Like it's just like Pads is world class and Corey and Jamie are going to hold their own for sure, especially with that big of a spot. Like you spot them six to one, they're going to win this heads up match more often than they're not Wait, by a long yeah. shot. Yeah. But when you get unlucky, and just run two all ins where you're dominated, like 13 blinds with Queen Jack, standard, get it in. King Queen, damn. Lose. Okay, fine. We still have a six to four chip lead. Ace 10 suited now versus Ace Queen off. It's Stand going it in one way yep. or another. Like maybe, maybe we should be three bet calling off instead of jamming, but doesn't really doesn't matter. matter. It's still getting in. Lose. Now we're at like a five to four deficit. Yeah. And it's just like, of course we get it in flipping, and of course we're never going to win. Yeah, <laughs> like, just... That's the difference, right? It's like when, whenever you're mm-hmm. the slight underdog, those flips feel like they just never, ever yeah. go your way. Why is that, though? Why does that have to happen? Why can't he just win? Damn it. Right, like hit a three-outer. Two cracks I... two cracks into hitting a three-outer, one yeah. crack at winning a flip. Like, I, don't, uh... I don't know how Corey and Jamie feel. I'm, I'm sure they're you know, happy to make it that far. Obviously very disappointed because... Getting the bracelet. Bittersweet. Yeah, bittersweet. Yeah. Bittersweet. I was pissed yesterday. I was, yeah. I, I was like, I legitimately felt like pissed. I was like, why does this always happen to our group? Right. Why can't we just close one out? Also, it's just like Pads and Espen are going to win bracelets. Yeah, they're, yeah. Right? Like, course. they're going to win bracelets. They're and so good. let's call the tag team what it is. You know, it's a soft event when it's all said and done. If we pluck out Pads and Espen from that group, mm-hmm. Jamie and Corey are head and shoulders above yeah. the field now. And it's just like theirs for the taking. Yeah. Like, I, I know this is so silly because the cards would just be distributed the same and everything would be the same. But I feel like if it's not Pads and Espen in that seat and mm-hmm. it's literally anyone else, we hit a three outer. Yeah. Or, or like, we win in some other capacity. Or you I mean, know what I mean? mean? They just took out everybody. At the final table, if one of them, if it was just Pads and uh, and Espen that time, then like, because yeah. they had the same stack as everyone else, they could have just got dealt a hand that has to well, get they in want and to lose. Flip. Yeah, I mean, just, <laughs> oh, they, they want to flip with yeah, three it left. Like, it was a perfect storm to get second place. Yeah, and huge congratulations to them. Obviously, oh, my like, God, right? Of course. If they're... if you're handicapping yeah. the final table, like even though uh, they were to chip deficit, like they are. Definitely far and away well the most deserved. accomplished definitely yeah. well deserved yeah they sure. they certainly deserve the bracelet nobody wanted to, i mean the fans may have wanted to see that heads up match from our side we didn't want to see that heads up Hell match no. no like 
there's just no free chips. Yeah. That's the thing. Is like they played the, perfect. Yeah, and Heads Corey up. played really well. So yeah. I, I haven't mm-hmm. gotten to see. You know, he has a lot of success online, but I don't really ever sweat it much. Uh, I just hear his results every day. Core guys winning something in Michigan. Core guys <laughs> winning something on WSOP here. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just been a year and a half, two and a half years of him consistently doing really well in this in this arena. And same thing with Jamie. More recently, she's been taking it seriously, and she's been absolutely mauling the the WSOP online in Nevada. But I don't really watch, so I don't see the hands. Yeah. Watching him play yesterday, I was so so impressed with how far his game has come since I met him five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. Like his adjustments in game. Uh, you know, he's playing online. They're not playing with a big blind ante. So like the strategy is very different. You don't start doing much limping until you're sub thirty. And to be fair, you know, WSOP, like, you are going to be sub-30 a lot in in heads-up scenarios. But the point is, like, he came in, and it's clear he had a plan. He knew that with the big blind ante, there's a big adjustment to be made on the button. And he knew that his raising uh, range would have to be polarized, uh, which kind of led to the king forehand, which, you know, wasn't right idea, wrong stack size, basically. Uh, So for anybody who's unfamiliar with the hand we're talking about, Corey opened off of, I think... 40 30 uh let's see it was one two it was 50 he had 50 but was or he was covering so i think it was 40 effective ish because he had like he had just shy of 11 or just shy or just over 10 and there was 18 in play so i think espen and pads had had 40 um it, it would be impossible for it to be 50 each because 18 million in play the best it could be is 45 uh, so I think it was off 40 effective. He opens king four off on the button. Pretty good. Uh, Espen wakes up with ace jack in the big. Three bets to, I believe, seven and a half blinds. Sounds about right. Um, and Corey elects the four bet. And the thing here is, it's the right hand selection to have in a polarized four bet range. But at the depth, we're just probably not playing four bet, right? It's either trap or jam. So... Uh, what ended up happening is he kind of hedged and four bet to like 40% of stacks. And Espen obviously has a jam. Like Ace Jack's just never folding heads up for a bracelet. Uh, and Corey has an auto fold. So it's just like kind of unfortunate that uh, he's doing all these adjustments in game where pads and Espen are pretty studied in this arena and they're just not going to miss a beat. Uh, so it's like the the spirit of the bluff there is so good. You should have bluffs whenever you're choosing to have a four bet range. But because of the stack depth, we just don't really have a four bet non all in, right? And that little tiny error swings the entire match, okay. like outside of our our grips. And you know that's 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 the problem when you're playing world class competition. Right. Yeah, you have to mimic their ability, and you have to get up to that level. And it's so hard because good concepts like having a polarized bluffing range for four bets is what it takes to get to that level. But just missing one little tiny nuanced detail of the SPR doesn't allow for this is what allows them to now pick up tons and tons of EV in a spot that, you know, the bracelet's on the line. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was unfortunate, that hand. But, like, there was a lot of spots where, you know, we ran really bad, like, to start the match. This match could have been over in 10 minutes. Instead, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, we ran queen-jack into, I believe it was king-queen. Queen. And yeah. then it was, like, ace-ten into ace-queen. And it's like, yeah. come on, man. Like... Spot us a flip it's here. Like, are you serious? <laughs> at least, at least give us fifty-fifty. You yeah, straight yeah. up just dominate every yeah, time. Yeah. Like, so that that that's unfortunate. And then 
you know, I, I, I didn't know what the plan was. I, I, I was, I was happy to see Corey just like stick, stick to it. And like, just, he looked like he wasn't rattled. Yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah. There are, I like that their plan seemed to be, uh, Jamie was going to get him down to heads up and Corey was going to close. And, uh, I'm not saying that I like that because I know that one of them is stronger at heads up than the other or not. Cause I don't, like I said, that was the first I've really seen Corey play. Uh, but having seen Corey play that match out, he was well equipped to do that. Yeah. Like I thought he played incredibly well. I think that his timing was a little bit bad with his bluffs, but that's unfortunate, right? That's just going to be a byproduct of uh, card distribution and uh, maybe being a little bit off yeah. on, on the hands that you're choosing or the sizings that you're choosing, whatever, like a little bit off on the mechanics. But overall, his, his strategy in and of itself was good. He seemed very confident in knowing what to limp. He seemed very confident in knowing what to raise. Even the final hand where he limp calls off 25 with King Jack. That's a spot that a lot of people could miss, right? Like It's a close spot. It's close, yeah. It's close, but it's really important. In my opinion, it's very important to not fold there because it's making some EV, or at least it's breaking even. It's certainly yeah, not yeah. a negative EV call. Like we, we spoke about it before. It was like King, Queen's a slam. King, tends a fold. King, Jack is right on that line. Right, so it's like... Assuming that it's making EV, which I'm pretty confident that it is, uh, it's very critical to not give that spot up whenever you're up against better competition. Yeah. Right? You can't pass on this flip yeah. against pads. And it's it's almost certain to be a flip. Like, you'll you'll see some ace-nines. You'll see some pocket pairs. Yeah. Uh, you might even see some king-10 once in a while, yeah, which is, sure. king ten is, is beneficial, right? Yeah. So, like, when that's the case, we have to take this spot. Mm. And God, just, like, pair the board, man. Mm. Pair the board. Send them home. Yeah. I mean, that, that swings things again. Now, all of a sudden, we're the one with the 6-4 chip lead. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Who knows what happens? Yeah, poker's uh, heads up. Big blind Annie's a little bit of a complicated game. I don't think people are really used to seeing it. Like, a lot of people are asking, like, oh, why don't you just, like, shove the king jack yourself? Or, like, why yeah. don't you limp? Why, why don't you just open? And I think the, <clears throat> you know, when you're playing heads up, big blind Annie can't really just fold anything. So, you... So you really have to start limping a lot uh, because you're getting such a good price. Mm -hmm. And then because of that, you have to now balance the limping range. Well, it's not which... just that. So uh, whatever, I'll, I'll throw the strategy out there. You guys come for poker. We'll give you a little strat talk. With big blind ante, what ends up happening is what you're saying is very true. You can literally never fold. You just mm -hmm. can't fold the button, right? You're way too invested. There's uh, two and a half big blinds out there and it's only half a blind to continue. But since you can't fold, the big blind now really can't fold much either when you're raising. So if the big blind is playing near 100% of hands, what ends up happening is now the bottom of your range that is quote-unquote bluffing to pick up the pot now no longer functions. So you can't really, you can't really play jack six off profitably anymore because where that EV is derived from is earning folds from the big blind. When the big blind no longer folds, jack six off is now a negative EV raise. Mm -hmm. So what ultimately ends up happening is now we have to limp jack six off. Well, if we have to limp jack six off, we can't only limp jack six off, right? So we have to now marry that with some strong hands as well mm -hmm. and some medium hands. And it's nearly impossible to figure out how you're going to range split between limps and raises at like uh, a, a close ratio, like to where you're call it raising 40% of the time, limping 60. Uh, that's like way too complex to implement in real time. Yeah. So what mostly happens is you default to a pure limp strategy and then carve out uh, a polarized raising strategy where you take, you know, the top 
5 to 10% of hands and you raise them a fraction of the time. And then you take the bottom 5 to 10% of hands and you raise them a fraction of the time. Yeah. And that's basically Big Blind Andy in a nutshell. And it's, it's weird to me that uh, we haven't really corrected this in tournament play. Do you think it's better or worse? Uh, for heads up? For the viewing experience, for the gameplay, for the tournament itself. I think for heads up, it's more boring because people are just going to limp. Yeah. When you say correct, do you mean correct the structure or correct, correct. the play? Correct the structure. You can just take the any away right. altogether. Take, but when do you take it away? Because heads like, heads up? Because yeah, like, be when the strategy, do you extrapolate that out to uh, oh, three-handed, four-handed? Well, well, you do, you do, but ICM also now... Adds now comes a, in because there's added no ICM layer. heads up. Right, so like, right. there's a big ante, which incentivizes everybody to play way more hands, mm -hmm. which is a good thing for right. like three, four-handed play. But there's ICM, which incentivizes short stacks to play nothing. I have a question. When the, Alan Kessler, I see, always argues for this, and Savage had a very good response to the re reason why it isn't. But when tournaments get down to five-handed, do you think that the ante should be cut in half? No, for what I just said. <laughs> I think that the big stack should be rewarded. And what it does is it, it uh, Landon speaks about this a lot. There's this, I, this concept of DCM, which is dependent chip. That's what it stands for, right? Dependent, dependent chip, chip model. model. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it incentivizes a little bit more gamble. Mm -hmm. I think that's a lot more applicable when you're playing with a big blind ante and you're getting shorthanded because what ultimately happens is these two worlds collide and they, uh, they, they uh, contradict one another, right? So as a short stack with ICM pressure, you are meant to try to fold your way in ladder, mm -hmm. but with the big blind ante, you're meant to try to leverage your stack and play a bunch of all-in pots. And I think that that's a good strategic um, disalignment because it rewards the big stacks who should be rewarded, right? Just through any model that we look at, whether it's ICM, DCM, or otherwise, even Chip, chip EV, um, the big stack should carry the most amount of EV moving forward. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, I think that leaving the big blind ante out there only compounds that further. And that's a good thing for everybody. Yeah. Um, but when you get the heads up, ICM is no longer a factor, which kind of neutralizes the big ante. And now, like Christian was saying, it makes it boring because you're forced to play 100% of hands, which is fine. But now we're seeing a lot of like bottom 5% versus bottom 5% kind of combat against one another. And also the only raising that we're kind of seeing is out of position, which uh, is okay, I guess. But it's one of those things where it's like, this is where everybody's going to be the least studied. And you're just going to see a lot of post-flop passive play born off of that uh, due to the fact that, like, they're kind of in a node that they haven't looked at. It's a lot at. more fun to watch, like, ra like a raise. Raise three-bet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like raise, raise three-bet yeah. fold, raise three-bet jam. Like, yeah. it, it, like you want to see more of the pre-flop play. Limp, check, post-flop with three bigs in there, one big. Like, it's like, okay, like, just going to take seven yeah. hours. The counter to that is that there is a lot of... Uh, post-flop fuckery that can take place so there's a lot more bluffing that takes place when the big fuckery. blind andy's in play yeah uh heads up but yeah there's arguments for both i mean if, if i was up against you know if i got lucky enough to get into like a, a spot versus i would love to have the big blind andy instead of like playing doug polk heads up in a format that he's like super good at mm -hmm. yeah you know it's like okay we have the big blind andy at least like now i can limp and like maybe he doesn't know this i as think the well. problem with leaving the big blind anti heads up is that whether there's an anti or not we'll see the limping start to take place at sub 30 blinds anyway, mm. right? But when you're above 30 blinds with the ante, we still see the... So they could be 100 effective and the button will still mostly be limping, right? That's got to be a big problem. 
because that, that that will cost them a lot of production costs because yeah. that will take 12 hours to finish. well i'm thinking about in terms yeah. of the main event right like when you get heads up in the main event uh and granted like the last few years maybe we haven't seen it quite as much but that's because big blind anti-format hasn't been studied nearly as much as it has more recently imagine now getting heads up in the main event where stacks are like 100 effective do you be like 3xing Button? If you're that like, deep, if you're, if you're like 100 right? effective, you yeah. Like, you should be making bigger raises, Yeah, right? you, well, yeah, because ultimately what you want to do... So it's this weird, it's this weird thing where... I'm just uh, trying to prepare for when I'm heads up in the main event. Of course, That's of course. But it's this weird thing where... Uh, so I make fun of Helmuth for doing a bunch of limping off deep stacks in, in the heads up tournament that he plays on PokerGo. The reason for that is there's no ante. Mm -hmm. And the reason I make fun of him is because now he's playing all of his smallest pots in position and all of his largest ones out of position. Seems counterintuitive. Right, which is counterintuitive. But with the big blind ante, that's less true because there's already an additional 33% uh, added to the pot. And uh, the big blind itself isn't going to be raising at such a high frequency. So, yes, to your, to your point, you want to play large pots when you're in position and you're deep. Mm -hmm. So I would imagine that you'd implement a 2.5 to 3x sizing at like 100. Yeah. And it would just scale down as you got more shallow. Landon, Landon's obviously way more studied and heads up than I am. So he could speak to the sizing aspect more than me. But um, like Just when it comes to deeper stack heads up, the... Community selects has like well has decided like 2.5 is kind of just the standard, and then limping can exist, but isn't really that relevant or uh, probably. What do you? Uh, I just told me to move the mic. Sure, you just told me to move the mic. Keep going. You just told me to move. You just told me to move the mic. Anyways, like <laughs> standard is like 2.5x open, and then you three bet a little bit smaller uh, when you're deeper out of position, and then you three bet. Um, a little bit smaller as well when you're shorter because you're raising like a pretty polar range because you can have like the really good hands and really bad hands. But the reason why you think about smaller than you would think is because you're, it's annoying playing deep stack and you can get four bet and then the pot's bigger when they four bet you when you're like 100 to 150 effective. So you can just go small and like kind of give yourself a little bit better of a price. But there's not much limping going on like 100 effective just because the EV gain is really small and you want to play bigger pots. So like, most of the time, like at least like my default heads up strategy for the moment would be to RFI fire fold uh, when there's no ante for like just heads up sit and go type stuff until probably like 40 effective. And then you can start limping if you want, but the EV gain is practically negligible and then you have to learn a lot more spots. So in order to simplify, I just play razor fold until I get pretty shallow. And then for MTTs with a big blind ante, can't really fold very much because there's a lot of chips in the pot. Can you About tell it. us... Um who the community deciders are. The community deciders. <laughs> NASA. Thank nah. you. <laughs> you said NASA? Yeah. No. Because my shirt? Yeah. yeah, Brian's got the shirt on. Brian's a community representative. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, I just mean like the people that are like, I guess, looked at and has played most of their career in like a heads-up format, like a rabbit chow. Um, it's been like really, really deep in the heads-up streets for many, many years. Um, and then Doug plus NASA... Uh, definitely have a uh, like a RFI, but it's a different game playing no ante and with ante. Uh, so no ante, like a 2.3x open versus like a 2.5, but it can't be that different for all intents and purposes. But more raising than uh, than folding like when it comes to like playing limp strats. Yeah, I, I think ultimately I just land on uh, it's probably better served for everybody if the big blind ante goes away heads up. But yeah. prior to that, I think it's good for everybody that it stays. 
There was a couple of people in the comments saying like WPT cuts it in half five-handed. Yeah, that's something that, uh, like Conrad said, Kessler advocated for. Um, I'm surprised. Is it all WPT events or is it by venue? I don't know. I, I would imagine it's by venue because I don't think Savage is pro cutting it. It's def he's definitely not pro cutting it. Right. He, he just said something about that. Yeah. Um, he said that basically it makes for deeper stacks when it's heads up. Correct. When um, they don't take away the big blind ante. Agreed. Yep. You get the heads up faster because more people are incentivized to play. And now you have deeper stacks. Yeah. The other way, it'd be, I, I it'd think, be extremely short. I think it might. he might not be aware, though, of, of strategy heads up and how it, how it changes things. Like, I think the easy thing to take away is if we leave the big ante out there heads up, then it makes the match go a lot faster. They're incentivized to play bigger pots, yada, yada, yada. But the exact it's opposite is true. Mm -hmm. It's the it's other way. Right. The exact yeah. opposite is true. You're always trying to massage SPR and keep it as low as possible pre yeah. uh, so that you have post-flop play. Yeah. So uh, maybe we could sway his opinion on the actual heads up stuff. But hey, I, I don't want to speak on behalf of everybody. Maybe there's a lot of tournament players out there that love the idea of uh, you know playing a slower heads up match and, and being able to take people post. I just want to be able to jam. And yeah. you can't jam when everybody's fucking limping. It's yeah, brutal. Let's win some fucking all ins. Yeah. yeah That's all we need to do is win some dance, fucking all ins. Let's dance. Put the cards on the back, baby. Let's I'm trying go. to win through luck. I want to get lucky one time. Let me get lucky one time. Fuck. <laughs> I've learned the hard way. You're not allowed to shove King 8 suited for 20. Nope. <laughs> Come no. on, man. He limped the button. What can he have? He had King 10. <laughs> Why you can't jam King 8? Goddamn King 10. When he's like, That's a mistake. I'm like, I'm going to be a mistake. <laughs> Oh it's too God. good. Yo, five no, Ante, this is a lamp jam. With an Ante, all of a sudden, I can't jam. Come on, give me a break. Ant's too good. You're trapping. Yeah, you're supposed to trap. You're range trapping. It would have came eight high, too. Thank it you. did come eight high. Damn. Thank Thank you. Ten you turned, uh, yeah. came eight high, and then you, they turned a 10 on you. I'm mm -hmm. glad. You know what? I'm glad I jammed. Because you know what would have happened if I would have checked? It would have came eight high. We would have got some bets in. Then the turn would have been a 10. And I would have done some calling. And the river would have been a brick. And I would have called off and doubled him anyway. And I would have felt worse about it. <laughs> Why? It, For the same reason I felt bad about calling off with the king deuce. It's emotional. King, king I. Emotional EV. Yeah, emotional EV. Yeah, it's like you have to live your life knowing that. Although that, I got to tell you. There, that, was a, there was an alternate <laughs> universe path. There, there, was, there was an emotional roller coaster of watching him come eight high, knowing I had the tournament won, and then him three outing me on the turn, oh. knowing that it was never gonna happen. You know how lucky you were to to get heads up, though. Dude, he was in for five. I had a nineteen to one chip lead. He oh. max he max lay ragged in for five. Yeah, yeah and like, got and got second. And yeah, he's what is wrong with you, bro? Mm -hmm. Be thankful. You're white. You're rich. You're <laughs> 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 this bit needs to fucking die, man. <laughs> I'm over, I'm over this bit. <laughs> this All right. Great. Final congratulations for Corey and Jamie. Nice work. We're all proud of you here. Good that hardware is coming. Sure. Big great congratulations ride, to Pads and Espen. Well deserved. Yep. Uh, sure. Happy to see you guys get off the schneid sure. so I can keep moving up the list of the best to never do it. I hope I lead that list someday. I hope someday. Do you, lead do you the really list lead that list? Never do it? Yeah, I hope someday. Do you really I'm... want to lead that list? Yeah, it's way better than being the worst to win one. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. I want to be. It is. I want to be the worst to win one. Amen. <laughs> that means I won one. This is like the classic. <laughs> would you rather be the best of the worst or the worst mm -hmm. of the best? I just told you my answer. I, I yeah. got that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I would hold my bracelet over Berkey's head every day. <laughs> what do I care? I'm trying to not win one. <laughs> we all know that's a uh, lie. That's why you always punt heads up. 
Yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> rings too. I don't want any rings either. You don't like jewelry. Yeah, I don't like jewelry. I, we've been over this, man. I got fat fingers. Like, there's there's no space for a ring here. You wouldn't wear the circuit <laughs> ring, man. Berkey's the Philip Rivers of poker. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. that. Rivers. Yeah. Rivers. Right. He's got eight kids. Yo, Jesus Christ. Philip Rivers bro. is a borderline Hall of Famer. He has uh, been going to Hall of Fame, Hall of bro. Famer. What? Look no, at his numbers. No, no way. No. Are you Stop, out of your mind? Bro. Do you think yeah. Eli's a Hall of Famer? He's never done anything. Eli Manning? Yeah. Yeah, but he has rings. Okay, he that counts. I don't he's care. Got you have, he's got bracelets. You have yeah. to. If you are like wings. a decently good quarterback for a long time, for you to get into the Hall of Fame, you have to win the Super Bowl. Phil Rivers is better than decent. He's a, he's a for a long time. He was good. He was good. He wasn't the best quarterback. His numbers. Uh, all right. Was I'm he the best quarterback in the Berkey, league? Berkey's no. right. No. He does have really good numbers. No. He does okay. have really good numbers. Is he a top five quarterback in? in the league? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I need, to, I need yeah. to look at the. I need to look at the research, bro. He, yeah, he's right. He finishes. Rivers is a little bit nuts. Yeah. He finished fifth on all-time passing yardage and touchdowns. Yeah. He played fifty-five years. Fifth. Sure. Just just register that fifth. Okay, fifth. Who's there sixth? Are, there Who's are sixth? four people above Wait, time him. out. Who's sixth? Dan Marino. Like some wild, oh. like some, some fucking insane. No, Dan Marino, did he get passed by Peyton? Dan Marino was one forever. Brian's just saying things. I'm just dead. He's Dan never Mar- played in a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, he played for the fucking Chargers, man. They stink. No, Who's, he's, he <laughs> He is in charge of the Chargers. Who, wait, charge of the Chargers. who is sixth? We still don't know who sixth is? He left that page already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. You have to act fast. No, bro. he never went to a page. It just—it was on his Wikipedia. It said fifth all time. Yeah, like fifth all time. Listen, I, I don't know for sure. I'm about to say something that I'm talking out of the side of my mouth, but I'm pretty confident Philip Rivers' numbers will dwarf Eli's in all categories except whoa, Super Bowl whoa, rings. Whoa, except Tangent. two rings. <laughs> okay, not one. Two I rings. don't give a fuck, against man. The and against Tom Brady. Wait, also, time out. Who the fuck said Eli Manning is going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback? Nah, I literally asked, he, and everybody here said yes. He I never is. said a I thing. Never I never said, said a thing. thing. I didn't even wait, hear wait, you. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, Where my God. Did we wanted to take. find his stats? Because I, I looked it up you. and found uh, passing yardage leaders of all time. <laughs> Philip Rivers is sixth, and fifth <laughs> is Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, ben, that's good. It's just old. Ben just passed him last year. Ben, ben is there. First Tom Brady, second Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers, number seven, Dan Marino. There you go. <laughs> wow. That was right up How there. How unfortunate, man. Dan Marino just got blown out of the water by modern day. Uh, the yeah, there's passing. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger is in the Hall number of Fame. By the way, everybody above Philip Rivers healthy. on that list, first ballot Hall of Famers. Number nine, Eli Manning. Mm. That's, that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's a big separation between six and nine. There's a big separation between zero and two. Two. <laughs> Do you know how many people want Super they, Bowl they rings? One of them get in the Hall of Fame, I don't think. You're wrong. You're definitely wrong. Wait, can we bet on this? If uh, Eli Manning doesn't win rings, he gets in the Hall of Fame, you think? No. no. All right, that's what I'm saying. I don't even think that's it's how a discussion. I feel about Philip Rivers. Yeah, like, I think it's the no. same. But I think <laughs> neither one of them get in because of this. Like, one was great. Never got a ring. You were One very wrong. Balls, the got rings. I think the, we should bet. the general consensus is that Eli is for sure a Hall of Fame. Let's bet on it. Eli, Eli's the general in the Hall of Fame. Eli's not. Eli's the general sports consensus is that Eli is for sure a Hall of Famer. I think two rings. What, two his r- Monday night to- analyst? No, I think two rings get you in. <laughs> two rings um, with that with like one of the sickest plays of all time. Yeah, I, I mean, I, and, and remember, he's top ten remember, passing yards. He's gonna get in. Wait, who did he beat both times? Oh, he beat Tom Brady. I beat Tom Brady both That's times. Tough. The goat. Yeah, the who greatest. doesn't lose anything for sure? So like, yeah. So I mean, it's 
It's yeah, weird I, to just I, take oh. two games. I would, I would you think Antonio Brown gets in the Hall of Fame? I don't think so. What are you about? It's tough because because. You think Terrell Owens deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. yes. He didn't win any rings. Yeah, but he was he was the best wide receiver at least one year. In the he, wasn't, he wasn't sixth. Rings only count when you're a quarterback. God damn it. Wait, that does. It's such it's, a trap. What do you mean? Antonio Brown has how many rings? Well, he got cut from the Buccaneers before they won, right? Did they? Or was he on the team the year prior? He was on the okay, team whatever. Prior. Mark, I don't Bad make example. the rules, but don't you agree that like what, like they, I don't know. I think like winning a winning a world or winning a ring winning a uh, super bowl holds way more weight for a quarterback than it does yeah, for any I other agree position. with you I, like they it, don't they don't like I agree with you but I'm just trying to show that it's completely absurd to say Philip Rivers isn't going to get in I didn't the guys say in the top that. 10 passing I think like, you, I think imagine you, imagine an argument against Marino I think you said it exactly perfect you said he's a borderline hall of famer yeah. he's borderline he might get in he might not he's not a shoe in he's definitely not he's not a shoe out on a shoe out <laughs> yeah now everybody making borderline. me take the side that he's definitely getting in because I think it's so <laughs> absurd Listen, that they're talking Eli yeah, but you Listen, said borderline so, this is my statement. Why can't we? Rivers gets in. I don't think Eli gets in. No, there's no, 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 no. no. There's no. I think the opposite. Eli's getting in regardless matter. of what Rivers does. Eli's I, in. I I agree with you. I think the yeah. consensus just is that he he's getting That's not just. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Not just. Just his stats are not great. His stats are not great. His stats are not good. He performed when it counted. That counts. Sure, they weren't awful. Eli Manning's tenth all-time touchdown passes, and then. Ninth in this uh, passing yardage That's list. That's pretty good. He's all right. It's pretty good. Two rings against top three. <laughs> He's pretty in. Good. It's pretty good. Cooper, Cooper Phil, Manning Phil Phil is going to Texas. Six and six. Uh, Archie uh, Manning. Arch Manning. It's Arch Manning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cooper was the older brother. Yeah, yeah. It's Arch's dad, actually. Um, what was who, I going to say? Arch is who? Arch. Someone's Arch, who's son. Grandfather. Uh, it's Cooper's son, I believe. Cooper's son. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All the, all the, yeah yes. And also, Archie is the grandfather. I didn't know who Arch's dad. I know. Yeah, I know. The lineage is Arch, Archie Manning Eli's is the dad. father, Cooper right. is the oldest, then Peyton, then Eli, and, Cooper right. and Cooper's son is Arch Manning. Okay, yes. I just didn't know who Arch Manning's right. dad was. Nephew of, of the, the goat. And he's right. going to Texas, right? Yeah. And then Texas is going to the SEC. Allegedly. Are they really? Well, yeah. They're, they're basically saying that... No fucking way. <laughs> yeah. On the Pat McAfee show, <laughs> this, is, this is exactly how Pat McAfee reported. He goes... Arch Manning, go to Texas. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a round up. He goes, and I bet right now... Old Archie's in Texas is here saying, and I'll looky here, son. We ain't playing in no conference that isn't the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> we came to you. Now you go to them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the thing. That, that, that was, that, that was uh, rumored to be one of the conversations. Is it, is he being paid? Yes. Art or the Arch. Manning? 100%. Yeah. I heard something. I heard a stupid number getting thrown yes. around. It's retarded. Like, like 9 million. Or what? To go to Texas. But Texas not paying them. I don't know. I don't know how all this works now because the NIL, whatever the fuck only, that you is. You can only be paid for, for your likeness, but not by the, I don't think it's by the school. Okay, okay. You, it, it's, well, I don't know because whatever Deion Sanders coaches, they're able to pay their athletes. You get paid by the school. I don't, and you can get paid. Deion like, paid like the number one corner in the, in the, in the country, like a million to come to whatever. But by the school? Yeah. yeah. I, I it's this look, new NIL look, thing. I have to look this up. It's this new NIL thing, which I don't know what that stands for, but uh, basically, like something passed where uh, collegiate athletes are able to. I, I think you're right in the NCAA. If you're in the NCAA, I think you make money off your likeness. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is actually the best way to do it because the big argument in the past was um, 
It, it was always but this great divide between because the, the schools are making all the money and the schools not paying. They're selling the shirts F with their names on the back. FIL stands no, no, for, for name, it. image, likeness. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. So but, that does apply to everything then. Yes. I thought it was a different division or a different league. That's what I'm saying though. It doesn't. It, if the school's not paying, I don't know. I, I think the, I, we'll I think have both. this debate again. Later. I think the school. I think the school gets. Pay, you get paid from the school, and right, you, you also get, get royalties. You get royalties from the school for, uh, or your for like jerseys and shit like that. Jackson State is paying a kid nine million a year. Okay, so that's what I read. Yeah. I don't know why I thought I equated it to Arch. Jackson, Jackson State is Dion's. Jackson yeah. Jacksonville State nine. Yeah. No, Jackson million State. Year. Where's oh, like Mississippi? Okay, so that must have been like the number one corner that I was I was seeing. Um, I think he's a quarterback, honestly. Yeah, that would make more sense to be I'm honest. Do some research but again. Dion does love those DBs, man. You know. What kind of there. dark side shit? Where the fuck is Jackson State getting these nine mil balls to throw at one person? Because fucking Diddy just gave him a milli. <laughs> Bro, I need. Diddy gave yeah, him a million. Got, Here you go. Same way every school comes up with nine mil, man. <laughs> Boosters. Boosters. You ever see the program? You gotta watch the program, man. You What's guys the don't program? know this dark side shit's been going on since the nineties. Bro, they. Uh, I, I was. They, I was watching. Honestly, some, sorry. Honestly, NCAA sports might be the biggest oh. dark side of dark side. Of Did you ever see the U? This. Uh, yeah, the 30 for 30. Yeah, I saw it. It was incredible. Bro. Have you seen all this stuff? These guys. These guys <laughs> were like organized crime, man. Yeah. Bro, the you seen all this stuff? I know but they had part. a lot of good players, bro. They had all the they good had players. They had all the good players. You know, the best part of the entire thing. Uh, so this 30 for 30 called the U. I think they did a follow-up, like part two or something like they that. They did? I think so. I so they followed that. it like during the Warren Sapp years and then uh, slightly thereafter. Um, I'm and a soldier. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Winston. Yeah. 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 Uh, but there was Greg Olson, the tight end, the longtime tight end for the Carolina Panthers, went there and they're interviewing him and they're talking about how his nickname in the locker room was One Leg Greg. <laughs> or Third Leg Greg. Sorry. So, yeah, I was going to say One Leg Greg. No. Third leg, Greg. Uh, you guys get the joke. You get the joke. Yes. But uh, yeah, like this, this, this organization operated almost like mafia. Like they had uh, who who sang "Me Too Horny." The, the <laughs> oh, rap group. I remember this. Hold on. Fuck. All right, keep going. Yeah. So there's a rap group. I, I don't know why it's escaping me right now. Oh, Two Live Crew. Mm -hmm. uh, Two Live Crew. The rap group was like big in the Miami scene uh, in the in the late 90s, early 90s, whatever. And they were like boosters somehow to the Hurricanes. And they're like at practice. Yeah. They're taking dudes out to like rap parties and getting people fucked up and getting them girls and cars. Like the team's like rap lined parties? out in Mercedes. Gotta rap love it. parties? Like with rappers. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like a club? No, no, no. Like the <laughs> like in the mansion, like, like the, in the mansions. mansions. Yeah, yeah. It's like how it's like nice house party. Yeah. I, it's a nicer uh, way of okay. me saying stripper parties, man. I don't know. <laughs> rap parties. I'm trying to put the emphasis that there were a lot of rappers there instead of a lot of strippers. Rap parties and all the parties. He's trying to speak in code. He's trying to speak in code. Like, look, it's a it's a rap party. It's a rap party. Yeah. Like, it's not just a normal party. It's a mansion. It you're was you're a couple of rappers, you're a bunch of players, and a ton of strippers. <laughs> a lot of cocaine, you know. Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't know if it's alleged, man. They just came out and they, they told everything in this doc. Like, nobody cared once I got How to the NFL. How have I seen all this stuff, and why have I not seen it? Bro, ESPN 30 for 30s are some of the absolute best sports documentaries mm -hmm. that have ever been created. You can probably so, yeah. find them on, like, YouTube. Yeah, right? they are. They're, they're really good. Apparently, it's actually um, Dion's son. I think. 
Oh, that's Shador nice. Shador Sanders, and he the the deal came with Gatorade. Mm, okay, so it's different. Gator- That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. No, you're right. You're so right. I don't think the school is the one paying. I think it's like they they kind of like find. Well, well, the school has to have something to do with it. Yeah, Otherwise, where you went wouldn't matter. Yeah. Right. So there has to be some facilitation between the university and the actual deal. There needs to be more. There's a reason why this isn't like super clear. For these sure. These rules. For because sure. Because somebody's making a fuck ton of money in, For sure. in the middle of all this, <laughs> of all these agents. Moves. Yeah, there's something yeah. going on, bro, because it's like, wait, what are the actual rules? They're like, well, you know, it's complicated. Right. <laughs> right. It's, it's very like, bro, remember what they, they, they've been doing this shit for so long, bro. Like, they were talking about, I was reading something about how the AAU, like in basketball, like how they give like Nike sponsors, like all these AAU camps oh, yeah. or whatever. And it's all like to get these kids in early under a brand, yeah, of course. right? Mm-hmm. So like your, your AAU team, Nike sponsors your team. Then all of a sudden you have like a fucking Kevin Durant in, in one of these AAU teams. Yep. He's been wearing Nike since like the beginning of time. Now like where's he going to sign? Connection. Yeah, he's going to sign with Nike because he's been wearing Nike since he was 12. You know, yeah, the like, AAU is like, uh, like one of the biggest underground hotbeds mm-hmm. for uh, for like this whole shady dark Dirty side. Dirty ass money. Dark yeah. side <laughs> basketball. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's fucking dark side basketball. <laughs> exactly. There's some dirty money in there. Yeah. It's, it's wild, too, because it's like in one way, there kind of isn't anything wrong with it. Like, get yours. You know what I mean? But yeah, in another sure. way, it's so predatory upon like young talent right because if you catch a lebron at 14 or a kd or something like like, and you're able to kind of like create that relationship either as an agent or the head of a a, coach or whatever yeah coach the head of a, a sportswear company like whatever like you're able to curate their future in a big way that's favorable to you yes also but i think um a lot of these kids in these aau programs um they need it. To they get do. That, they, well, that's they, why I'm saying it's predatory. Yeah, but they, right? Because like, they, might be, they might be not able to pay for lunch. And they might not cross that line if yeah. they don't get this. Like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they might cross other lines Correct. outside of basketball and you know, start but, another life. But why I'm know. saying it's predatory is because they're, they're almost certainly never getting their worth. Yeah, of course. Right? No. And, and that, that's not even focusing on the, the aspect of basketball where it's like mostly preying upon impoverished children and yeah. I think forget all that no matter it's what just it's the fact that they're 14 15 yeah. years old right exactly. it's 14 and 15 year old let, let's just be real it's 14 15 year old black kids like that's the truth like yeah. majority of these of these kids that are like in AAU programs that are very good are majority uh, black like yep. that's and just the how one it is. white kid the, their dad sponsored the team no it, it, <laughs> It's the truth. I That's mean, some it's blindside unfor- shit. It, it's un- it's it's, un- it's I unfortunate, love that movie but it's so much. I cry so much in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> the blindside. What? If you guys don't make Conrad cry, just start naming quotes off of the blindside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've cried so many times in that. Look, movie. there's some good that does come out of AAU. Like for example, like Steve Francis, he got kicked out of his high school uh, for like a bunch of reasons, and he was like an, on on you know drugs, whatever, alcohol, and then and then. He was like completely out, right? But then he he was seen through the AAU program because they're not affiliated with school. And then that's how he got his chance to go to like a JUCO, which then he transferred to Maryland. And then, you know, he got into, you know, Houston. He should have went to Vancouver, uh, the Grizzlies. But then he was like, fuck that. I don't want to play for Vancouver. And then like they ended up trading him to Houston. I love that. Man, Vancouver is beautiful. And they didn't want to go there. He didn't want to go. He was like, I'm not going. 
<laughs> well, their team was shit. Leaving, yes, saying. but they had the best jerseys. Uh, yeah, they had a really good jersey. I Houston, the Raptors were pretty dope. Raptors were Raptors dope. Were cool. Grizzlies were but dope. But nobody wants to go to Toronto. Toronto's amazing, but like it's half cold. the year. It's fucking cold. It's like going to New York City, kind of. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, nicer and cleaner and the people aren't as rude. You gotta travel. <laughs> you don't have to wow. I'm not arguing. Throw some shade at New York City. No, I'm, I would rather be in New York City. Like, that, those are my people. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be around people who are so nice all the time that I feel like the asshole. <laughs> I want to be around people who are such big assholes that I feel like a saint. Yep. <laughs> True. This is like being on the list of the best to yeah. never win, you know? I want to surround myself with my people. Got it. People from New York are dirty and assholes. Got you. Got you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> They're not. They're great. No, the DNS canceled. Getting nah, me canceled. We're, we're, we're assholes. Assholes, yeah, but we're not dirty. <laughs> You're from Jersey. Uh, I mean, just... it's, they're, they're dirty. No, we're not. <laughs> oh, man. We're not. No, we just, no. We just alienated half the country. You alienated half the country. I alienated <laughs> Jersey. <laughs> you mean Jersey? <laughs> I didn't know that the Northeast New was York half City. the country. No, I'm saying what you're saying. Yeah, I, I only went after Jersey. They're small, man, by comparison. I'm not going after small. anybody. It's a fucking... It's a, there's millions of people in there. Yeah, <laughs> like, but you ain't New York City. Jesus, bro. No, I grew up from New York City. You know what's I can't wild about, say anything. You know what's wild about, about New York them? City? Like, I don't remember the exact number, but like the amount of people that come in on New York City every monday morning oh yeah, yeah i the think commute. the population increases by uh, like 2.5x or something this this happens at state college in pennsylvania so when penn state has home games he always brings it back to some pennsylvania yeah, yeah, well that's, that's what i know man that's all he knows when penn state no, has home games uh state college goes from being a not top five city in in the state to, to being the second largest the third wow. third, okay. third sorry behind really? pittsburgh so yeah. Pittsburgh, Philly, Pittsburgh, and then it becomes, yeah. And then it becomes State like College. Erie or whatever. They overtake Erie, Erie and Harrisburg. Mm -hmm. Just on game day. <laughs> I've been to State College once. It was, um... It's farm country. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to try to sugarcoat it. It's fucking farm country. There's a college <laughs> plopped in the middle of land. Yeah. Surrounded by Amish people and farms. Like, that's literally it. You don't see anything <laughs> for two hours. fucking nowhere. You have to drive two hours in any one direction to get to a major city. Yeah. Philly's this way, Pittsburgh's that way, and Harrisburg's that way. Yeah, the number the number's wild. I don't remember the exact number, but I, for some reason, like, 10 million is, like, coming to my mind, where it's, like, 10 million people literally come into the city. Yeah. Because you're coming from all directions. It can't be that much, right? Mm -hmm. Like, no, isn't the total population in New York City... Uh, What's the total population? Like, 33.5? No more. No, it's like ten. It's close to ten million, isn't it? Right. I, I think oh, it well, doubles. Bro, they're say, coming from when everywhere. Say, when you say in the city, you mean Manhattan, though. Ma uh, mainly Manhattan, right? Well, I don't know. I know population that New, of New York City probably is 8. the whole 8. five boroughs yeah. is what. Right. I think I think it doubles. Okay. Uh, like on a Monday morning, it's like, bro, it's just they're coming from Connecticut, they're coming from Pennsylvania, oh, they're coming from Washington, yeah. they're coming from Staten Island, they're coming from like all. Yeah, they're coming from DC. Ever see like be on these trains going to New York City in the morning? It it's is mad. absurd. No, no, where no, you go from? I, I'm not trying to downplay this at all. Yeah, yeah. Just like I just doubling the, the exact population seems like a lot. Up, but it's, a, it's an insane number that you're just like, how can so many people come in? Yeah, honestly, it's, it's, it's like, it's like a, a couple million. I, I, I wouldn't yeah. say double, yeah. but I would definitely say at least 40%. Like, yeah, I, I, no, I, I honestly no, think it's double, but I mean, I could be way I'm gonna, off. I'm going to look it up. But like, but it's but it's 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 magnificent oh how insane mm -hmm. that is. It's I think like, New York might be the only city that it could do that. There's well, a, there's um, an insane number of how well, many because people? of the public transportation yeah. allowed in New York City. Say, now other a, cities don't have. LA like, couldn't uh, handle that sort of. Yeah, it's yeah, just like think, you have like trains, buses, I ferries. Thinking, I was thinking like Chicago maybe. No, but just imagine like New York City has the ferry, right? The buses, mm -hmm. the trains. Well, the trains. Well, that, that's one of the main thing I was gonna say. Like 
I, for, I don't know what the exact number is, but it's an absurd number of how many people go through Grand Central yeah. every yeah, day. Yeah. And, every day, um, right? And that's not, not even exactly counting. What's the other something. one? That's uh, uh, Penn Station. Penn Station, yeah. 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 So you have two. Absurd. Literally just Which major. one is uh, outside Madison Square Garden? Penn that's Station. Penn Station. Okay, that's the one I've, I've taken before. I, yeah, I yeah. did the uh, Maryland to... Maryland to Penn to or New York to New York to New Baltimore. York to Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, I was there with you. That was the first train I ever took. That was kind of cool. Really? Yeah. Dang, you got a nice one. You got a nice one. Yeah, that was nice. That was a nice, train. Train. Got a nice one. You didn't get the fucking <laughs> da -da 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 -da. <laughs> <laughs> smelly ass shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad fucking crazy fucking people there. The shit. He got the fucking nice fucking white rich train. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I bet you got a bed like too. Twenty six dollars, so man. I bet you got a fucking bed too. He has the bed. Yeah. Bro, it's like a forty-five minute trip. Bro, he had a fucking bed good too. ass Wi-Fi in there. I did have Wi-Fi. Wi yeah, he has Wi-Fi on a train. You're so <laughs> privileged. <laughs> Jesus, I don't need Wi-Fi on a. I have a phone. No, you got Wi-Fi. <laughs> Wait, but I didn't need it. I have You're a phone. Like, Amtrak Elite. Crazy, bro. Anyway, go ahead. Nice. Well, are we gonna talk about poker? Or what? Yeah, I guess we'll get into it. What a good day for Melissa not to be here, man. We're finally gonna talk some fucking sports. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, so, just one quick observation: uh, the short deck is winding up. I think are they down to the final table today? Five, five left. Yeah, five. Benba, through, baby. Through the five. Benba, yeah. Uh, let me. Is Benba in the running for poker player of the year? Or what? He's trying. He got laid hundred to one by Sean Deeb. Bro, he hundred to one deep yeah. in a lot of stuff. He maxed wow. like the short deck and now it's final table. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that's a that's a big that's a Bemba shit. Max, like but honestly, the... like <clears throat> okay, so Bemba's a tough opponent. To, so there's like, five to chip leader is Shota Nakanishi from Japan. Uh, second is Stephen Chidwick. Uh, yeah. Finally, I get a fucking cash. <laughs> some points. Let's go. Uh, third is Ben Lamb. Fourth, Brian Rast, and then fifth, uh, Melissa's MVP Sean Winter. Tough table. Tough table. I can't have her getting caches too. This is brutal. My boy Benny G. Is that's that the final the, table? That's in the 50k. 50K. The, the PPC. Oh yeah, is that that's being streamed today, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that final table today. Oh, that's the, Jungle Man Benny. Yeah. Jungle Benny Man uh, Benny Benny Johans Becker Yuri Tsevlevsky and uh, Naoya Kihara from Japan. Wow, Japanese represent. Yeah. Coming right. out here. Uh, yeah, I saw with like 13 left that that was the youngest PPC final 13 I've ever seen. Yeah. I, think, uh, uh, yeah. I think the oldest person left was at the time, I don't remember who it was, but it was somebody who's like in their mid 30s. Uh, and I'm just like, wow, <coughs> how things have changed. Like, where are the old school guys? <laughs> right? Jungle's trip leading again. I know. He's Yo, did win. you see this guy, AP Garza, play? This kid's never played stud in his life. He's the one who won the last seminal that Ian got third in. Okay. And never played stud in his life. Probably hasn't played Dimitri a, Borbs, a couple of these games. And he cashed it. <laughs> yeah, you know. I know about there. that life. You I had to give a little shout out, you know? What was it, 10K stud? <laughs> huh? 10K stud? No, the 50K PPC. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. I had to give my man a shout oh, out. Oh, but he knows the other games. Probably one of them. Come on. Probably he probably played fucking PLO and... Dan Smith cashed. Game. Wow, he said he dude. only knew one game. Well, Dan, Dan Smith is fucking Dan Smith. Yeah. They had it's a the summer of Dan's, man. It's the summer, summer of Dan's. You can't Dan. beat Dan the in the summer of The Dan's. vice chairman of the Council of Dan's knows uh, how to catch So I brought up the short deck because David Williams tweeted that he busted but had like a blast doing it. And they should definitely have smaller buy-ins. This is something I've been kind of like championing for for the last three or four years. I would love to play, to play some short deck tournaments. I'd love to play like three or four of them in the summer if I could. But I don't want to play 10K. 
Like these guys are studying it. They run, they're running solves for short deck and mm -hmm. I am certainly not at that level by any stretch. Yeah. Although Bemba did pay for my house or uh, my, <laughs> house. my pool. He paid for my pool uh, <laughs> through short deck, but that was just a, that there was my son run. That's yeah, the one that I forget about. One. Like a straight 700 K in my pocket. My backers didn't want any of the action through short deck in a game that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in. Uh, that's a sunrise. That's basically winning like three tournaments. In 24 yeah. hours. <laughs> 48 hours. I played back-to-back -back days and just like upshot. I was very lucky. Yeah. <laughs> very lucky. Very how, lucky. You, how many all-ins you win in that game? Um, a lot. All of them because they were all all-ins. Exactly. <laughs> well, it, was a good, it was a good timing. Yeah, though, but I, I, I want to qualify because it wasn't a lot of pre-flop all-ins. Oh, really? People, people weren't jamming know. then. People didn't know. It was, tw it was 2016. Nobody really knew. It wasn't really figured out yet. Okay. There was not a ton of jamming. And at, it's funny. Like, this is the gambler's mindset. Like, I knew I didn't have that much knowledge over the game. But I also felt like I had a decent post-flop playability. Uh, so when high-variant spots would come up pre, I would just overfold. Like, if I was facing a jam with queens for 100 antis, I just folded. Yeah. Like, constantly. But I would be the one later. jamming like Jack 10 suited because I knew enough that that was like good. And then, you know, they would overfold a lot. Like, uh, they didn't know the power of Ace King back then and they did a lot of folding. So it was, uh, it was a weird navigation of like everybody just kind of gambling and feeling it out in the moment. And I was treating it similar to like, I guess, a heads up match where you're a dog, but you have a lead mm -hmm. where it's like, I just wasn't willing to give my lead back. And it just kept culminating and getting into really big EV spots by passing on small ones. Which, you know, when you're in a competitive environment, like, you just don't really ever want to pass on small ones. But none of us knew what the fuck we were doing. So, like, it's okay to pass on small ones because you don't even know if they're small. They might not even exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. might just be... Yeah, you might be tortured. But, yeah, I ran, I ran really good. You know, just, like, flop sets, flop straights, hold, scoop, move on. It's so nice to flop sets and straights in that game and hold. Well, in that game... Oh, yeah. And hold, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and hold. Well, and hold, gonna, yes. If you flop sets and you're always going to hold. Yeah. Well, it was a little bit different because people were playing worse. So, like, you could just flop straight over straight and get paid. Yeah. As opposed to, like, now where that's just, you know, the 10-7 is not going to find its way post all that often. Yeah. So, you're trying to say that, like, you want to see more events. I would just like to see this particular event grow. Uh, I think anything we have a 10, 10k championship of, we should have Lower a couple version. prelims Like a 1500 of. version of. Yeah, yeah, 1500, maybe a 3k, like, uh, yeah. whatever there's interest for. But I think at, like, yeah, I, see it. I, I think see at it. low buy-in levels, like, people would love short deck. I heard I that the we... interest level for the short deck this year was, like, a lot higher than last year, where last year was, like, 70 entrance, and this year it was, like, double, like, 140, 150. Right. I mean, that, I that tracks with just high rollers, yeah. period, yeah, this yeah. year. Um, also, a lot of people coming from overseas and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's um, true. Well, last year's numbers should not really be an indicator. Yeah, really it's, it's it's an anomaly year. Yeah, I won. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You definitely did win last year. Yeah, that was um, surprising. I think there should be other events put back on the schedule before any short decks taken consideration of. Like, Go on. Like what? Like the three K shootout, mm. or like stuff like that. More shootouts. Shootouts just aren't that popular. Beyond yeah. the fifteen hundred price, point. I think shootouts. What happens with shootouts and heads up is that they uh, they consume a lot of uh, dealing yeah. dealers. Yeah, and, and then, then you have to cap them too. Right. So your your rake is capped. Mm. That's yeah. the issue with them. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I I agree with you. 
uh, the operators probably heard it. Hate, well, the, hate it. The reason why I'm, uh, the reason why I'm disagreeing is because like if you run a three K shootout, it doesn't cap at a thousand, so it never reaches cap, which oh. means that they're just putting a three K event out there that would do better as a non shootout format. You're saying that three K never reaches reaches a thousand, but fifteen hundred always reaches a thousand. Correct. Got it. And if you did like a normal three K freeze out, like we're gonna have today, it's gonna get close to a thousand. What was it that tournament there? That three hundred. I know you're saying like get rid of the small mine. What was that? That three hundred dollar tournament they ran? No, what? no, it was. They only ran it at night. The fucking and they ran giant. It the whole summer. Oh, it was the fucking oh, giant. The, the giant. Don't bring, I'm so I happy I faded that. that. Don't bring that. Back. I know. Don't bring that. Back. <laughs> we made it cash it like ran, seventeen times. Don't bring that. Back. That shit is fucking I trash. That thing. I faded the whole thing somehow. I, was, I never played that shit. That, shit that trash. thing was crazy. What? It was like a super turbo. It started at seven p.m. every night. Yeah. And they just like just I think ran just it trying to the get summer, people and then just like at the end, every Friday they all culminated in like a day two. That's right. They were trying to get people Friday, that bust yeah. out to register this other event at seven, and then it's like, hey, look, if you make day two, you just stick around. They kind of like get you on a hook. They're like, okay, if you bust, you can play this, and if you bag this, which you probably won't because it's a mega super turbo, then you have to stay all the way to the end of the summer and play all these other events while yeah. you're still here, oh, and yeah. then we we'll play this one. They're they just mainlining you, bro. They're feeding yeah. you. When they you bust and you have that yeah. sadness, you're like, oh god. Imagine how fast it goes away when you go, but I can bridge. <laughs> you, they had like not the like when you would play that, you didn't even have the secondary chips. You had like the. The third dairy chip. Yeah, the it was fucking chips yeah. from Binion. Yeah. yeah, it was like worse than daily. Sure, like complete, like fucking plastic. Stu Unger played it with those like chips. It looks like they got them down at like, yeah, like Walmart. Is that any more? <laughs> you got any more of those tournaments? You got any more of those tournaments? <laughs> <laughs> that tournament was straight oh, crap. Like, that was wild. Yo, it's just crazy. But yeah, I agree with you. I, I would like, I, I'll fire a, a, a you know, five hundred short deck, whatever, a thousand short deck. I mean, I don't call. I don't, yeah, I would. I think I know the game. Double call. You do know the game. Double I know the call. game. Sure, I would play. Yeah. Okay, I would play. I'll crossbook all you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I would play He's short dark deck. Side, man. He's been looking at solves for short deck for four years. Yeah. No, I understand short deck. Oh, oh decent. Like, not, I don't think I'm a, I'm a professional short deck player. You understand player. it enough. To the I, I think I get it. Like, I get the concept. Yeah. Ooh, I like this fucking idea. Team ta uh, Tag team Iron Man. That, that is what we fun. just did. No. No, Play where the, the tournament just doesn't stop. Oh, yeah, they can't what? do that either. In and out. It's, yeah. it's not about the teams. Like, that's fine. They no, can figure about, that out. Yeah, it's, it's about it's the staff. Yeah, of course. You don't have staff to work 24-7. Yeah. yeah. No, I know, but it's a great idea. It's a fun it's idea. Fun. It's a fucking it's fun, fun idea. Wait, you, did, 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 didn't this happen? They, yeah, they did one in... They did an Iron Man in LA. LA. LAPC. They did one in Jacksonville as well. They had an Iron Man tournament? Like, that wasn't a But it wasn't what Conrad's saying. It was just no breaks. So you had a 12-hour day, no breaks. Oh, no breaks? Ooh. That no just breaks. sounds terrible. Just, yeah, I mean, that's cash. That's kind of miserable. Right, it's just it cash. also just sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. No, because in cash, you get up. They don't blind you out. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> leave on your blind. free hands. Yeah. You don't need to play the hijack. <laughs> how, did that, how did that turn I only play go? hijack through. It went well? It was, not I don't well. know. It's probably small. Who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what did go well, though, is the ladies' event. We saw almost 1,100 women turn out this year. It's a one re-entry. Uh, there was a tweet put out yesterday, or maybe it was today. How does that feel comparable to other years? Uh, yeah, so there was a tweet, oh, uh, here we go. I think today, by Maureen. Uh, she listed what the field size was over the last, well, since it, since it initiated in 2005. Um, so there was massive growth between 05 and 06. I imagine that's just based off the newness. Uh, then it kind of like stayed pretty consistent between like, 
eleven or let's call it a thousand and thirteen hundred uh, up until Black Friday. So if you scroll down, Guapo, it gives you the next numbers. Oh, well, never mind. Um, I have it in front of me. So in 2010, uh, so through Black Friday, it remained around 1100. 2011 was 1055. Then post Black Friday, it dropped a little bit. So uh, in 2012, it fell to like 900-ish, stayed consistent there until uh, 2014 and 15, it was about 800, 16 as well. And then 17, it dropped to 700 and stayed at that point basically until 2019 where they tweaked the structure. So in 2019, uh, they changed it to one re-entry and a deeper starting stack. That brought the entries back up around 1,000, uh, which is where I think we're going to pretty much maintain at but, least okay, in the near term. Okay, but how many they added the re-entry? We don't know how many are uniques, though. No, we don't know how many are uniques, right. but we can guess. It's probably about 30% re-entry. So it's the same. So it's still staying around the 700, yeah. um, which tells us a couple things one it tells us that uh the retention level of the ladies uh community is relatively high yeah so once women start playing poker i would say a high percentage of them stay at least for these type of events um but it probably speaks to the fact that uh the 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 acquisition isn't really as good as it had been in years past like during the growth years so uh pre-black well, friday that's normal with yes that's that's know? consistent across the board for all of poker yeah um, but this is meant to be a, an event that is welcoming to new players, right? It's, it's yes. advertised as, uh, if you're a beginner, come play here kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So I wonder if, uh, I wonder how much they would benefit from doing, uh, a two tier version of this similar to the way they do the seniors. Like a 5k? Well, I was going to say, uh, like a 500 or a 1500. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, because I imagine money is probably the biggest barrier. Right, that, yeah, I mean, that has to be the biggest women prevent. that probably like they don't want to fire off a one k when there's a when there's a three sixty five at resorts right that they can they, that it's also a ladies event yeah and maybe maybe we're looking at this the wrong way like maybe it is better that uh, the other casinos just handle the smaller price points yeah there is a lot of ladies events there, there's right. like a lady that whole, it's all week. that whole week yeah, yeah and they do the same thing with seniors I think all yeah. the casinos do a good job of coordinating in yeah, this capacity they build it around the WSOP so yeah I think it's fine just keep you know, it also gives business to resorts and, and Aria and, and, and other places that want to do this. And maybe, maybe it should be a satellite type thing then. I, basically, all I'm trying to wrap my head around here is that every woman, or every woman that I speak to about this event speaks so highly of it. Yeah. And that it's like, uh, it, it, it's, it's a benchmark event on their calendar every single 100%. year. So with that said, like with so much positive momentum around uh, this type of event and so much, um, I guess... Uh, word of mouth marketing that does such a good job it seems like growth is has a lot of potential right yeah so the fact that the numbers aren't climbing uh makes me think that there's a failure on our behalf somewhere along yeah, the line it might be that you know they'll just wait to play the resorts one. right maybe it's maybe it's a a price point thing yeah that that could be true maybe it is uh, a lack of marketing outside of word of mouth that could also be true mm -hmm. um but in any event like with the way the seniors event grows I would like to see this event mirror that, right? The seniors event has a very natural path to growth. Of course, of course. Right? Just like we, but can't, it's massive. You know, man. we can't. We can't. There's, there's a runners. couple of things we can't fade in life, Berg, is like death and taxes. You know, it's yeah. like when you, you're up there in age, you're gonna play the seniors. It's event. a fire. The super seniors got twenty six. I think twenty six hundred. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, it's 
probably exactly one third of the seniors event <laughs> yeah. uh that could right. qualify like i can't right. imagine yeah. if you could play both that you didn't play both. two men registered yeah. the women's event in the resorts i saw no i mean well i heard i, I didn't really yeah. see anything about it all right. i just heard one was the first to bust yeah i did hear that and there was a round of, there was a round of applause oh, yeah I, I, I mean whatever. i don't understand the point like i i get why uh i get why people do it at the series because there's a lot of coverage that comes with it and there's a bracelet i'm not saying I, it's justified i'm saying i can follow what would what would uh coerce uh an idiot to do something like that <laughs> if you're a guy playing a ladies event you're an idiot yeah, but don't yeah. call sean an idiot he was an idiot. He knows he was an idiot. He was being an idiot. <laughs> yeah. He's aware. Uh, my point is, I can see why. There's news coverage around it. There are people promoting it. There's a bracelet up top. Like, there's something that's coveted yeah. that you can earn. And the prize pool is, like, decent. If, if, yeah, you care, decent. if you care about, like, your EV or whatever. Mm -hmm. But why the fuck would you do it at a 360 Resorts World where Rake is probably 80 bucks and first place is going to be, like, $1,200? Yeah. It's just, like, you're literally just, like... Honestly, you're a dude crashing a slumber party. Like, yeah. let them have their thing, man. Like, this is so silly. What do you think went on in these slumber parties? <laughs> <laughs> I. Who was I just? Okay, what? Not, you in this not what we think. <laughs> Wait, no, no, that's not true. Who? <laughs> were you yeah, in this group chat great. with? Why do I start this? You shit? start these tangents and then. Tangent alert! Oh, it was now. with Melissa. Yeah, we had a conversation with Melissa about yes. this stuff. Yes. Melissa confirmed. They all dressed up in pajamas and make out together. Oh, Get out of here. She said it on the podcast. Yeah, she's messing with she you, man. No, she's not. She's bro. messing, hey, she's messing with every, all the guys watching this podcast. That doesn't happen. There's no way. You can tell yourself that. I'm going to find the clip. I'm going to find the clip and clip it out. She literally said on the podcast. Clip of the slumber party? No, just Melissa's account. <laughs> well, this is dark side. I, I'm, yeah. I'm starting to realize. Like, Obviously. she's gaslighting me from afar. She's not even here today, getting me canceled <laughs> by repeating something that she said. Speaking of Melissa, she bagged. She did bag. She bagged. Yeah. She's uh, still Shawn in there fighting. Has a, has a pow, right? Jamie has a pow. Jamie, Jamie has a hundred bits. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Let's go. Sean texted me yesterday and goes, uh, "I made a call on a woman who told me that she studies with self for why." And I go, "I don't know if that's an insult or yeah, a compliment." Yeah, like good or bad. And she goes. It just meant that she knew she was doing so. I called because I thought she could be bluffing, oh, and she was go. right. That's, a, that's, that's thank you. Wow. Thank you. Sean. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So R.I.P. to Diana. We're sorry that uh, we, we got you busted. Yeah. Thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. But congratulations, to Swan. Congratulations on the bluffing. We do got to talk about this. I almost <laughs> forgot. Like the girl that pocketed the chips. Yeah. Yeah. Save the best for last, I guess. Uh, I didn't want to talk too much on it because it still seemed to be quite speculative. We didn't get really mm -hmm. any responses from any of the sources that I spoke yeah. to. Uh, there seems to be firsthand accounts that she, in fact, pocketed chips. Well, let me, let me rephrase. Let people know what... what okay, so what on. happened was yesterday during the ladies' event, there was a woman who was caught bringing chips out of her pocket. That is the only thing that we are certain for fact that happened. Uh, at a minimum, we know for a fact that she got a one-round penalty. Those, those are the facts. The speculation is that those chips were from an event prior... And she was she was uh, going north, right? That's the speculation. Uh, Poker B said she was at the table and that she can confirm that the chips were different than the set that was in there. But like again, this is speculative because we don't know. Um, we know that the woman busted and was not DQ'd. There are speculations that she tried to re-enter but was DQ'd. So don't know. Haven't gotten any confirmation uh, one way or the other. 
So there were a lot of firsthand account, or there were some firsthand accounts like Poker B, uh, and I believe another woman may have tweeted uh, that she was at the table and saw it. And then there were a lot of secondhand accounts. Um, so first was, uh, or I should I should say the first thing I want to point to is Ebony Kenny put out a tweet basically saying like. Uh, we shouldn't speculate on things like this. It's a bad look. Uh, taking pictures of somebody and, and auto assuming that they're guilty without all the details, um, which led to uh, Ginny pulling down her initial tweet. Basically, that was out there for awareness sake. Like, if you see this woman, know that she's been pulling chips out of her pocket kind of thing. Uh, I think both points are valid. Yeah, it's kind of a weird spot. I, I think, honestly, I think the way that it played out is, is perfectly fine. I think that Ginny putting out the PSA... And then Ebony saying like, hey, maybe we shouldn't do this because she hasn't uh, actually been uh, confirmed cheating. Like this could have been an honest mistake kind of thing. I think that's the best approach because mm -hmm. everybody gets the awareness and then uh, nobody really drags. Yep. Well, I don't know. Th actually, things tend to spiral out of control on Twitter. Correct. It, well, right. it's a giant game of telephone. Yeah. Of course. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, I heard she was like KGB or something. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Working for the mafia for sure. Uh so in that thread of Ebony's, basically there was a lot of accounts going back and forth. Some saying that she had pocketed the chips going on break uh, and then came back like she was new and didn't know. Others were saying, so I think Vanessa Cade tweeted that that wasn't true and that there was confirmation that they were chips from a different set um, and that she was going north in game. Uh, I'm not sure what happened i'm confident that we'll find out more there are enough people who are on the you know what we're detectives now mm -hmm. via the light right yeah via the light. I this know, is, new, I will be up. listen Berkey i'm on the case i will Zilla. be up all night diligently underneath this lamp light we need to get you a trench coat and like uh, yes. a dick tracy hat. dick tracy hat yeah. nobody nobody in this room knows who dick tracy i heard she had a 3d printer in her pocketbook what yeah I can't tell if you're being serious or not. You had a what? A 3D, Say again? A 3D printer. I was printing out chips? Yeah. He's but trolling. That's just what I heard. I'm, I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what I heard, guys. He's big trolling. Big telephone. Big, okay. uh, <laughs> big telephone. He's trolling. What else has he heard? 3D printers cost more when, than the buy-in. When Conrad says something so serious like that, you know, he's, you know he's trolling. Of course. Of course. And when he says things not serious, you know he's trolling. <laughs> No, but like when he's very, very serious about something. Then it's like that. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think the big takeaway from this is that it is obviously a concern with so many events running simultaneously. Uh, and honestly, I can't tell how different the chipsets are. I think there are the no colors are different on, on some of them. Like I've played both three o'clock events and noon events. And I'm sure that there are noticeable differences, but when yeah. I actually sit down, I don't have enough recall from the previous mm -hmm. event to notice any sort I, of difference. You know what? Um, so I know from uh, playing, I think it was the, the uh, housewarming, they ran out of chips, so they had to use both sets. So like, oh, yeah, so yeah, like the $25,000 chip, or the, the green yeah, ones. The green ones. Yeah. the green ones, there was dark green and light green mixed together. Yeah, yeah, right? that happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So... I don't know. That happened also at uh, Colossus, like your the second Colossus or whatever. Do you think, like, for something like the main event, it should have its own set of chips? Yes, absolutely. Right. Not even close. You think it's feasible? I think it's yes, feasible. Yes, of right? course it's yeah, feasible yeah. for them. Like, I mean, they, get, they fucking get $5 million mm -hmm. in rake. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, there's the literally, hell? they're going to, like, I mean, I don't know what this year is going to look like, but I know you could play a 
you know, a thousand dollar event and it's the same chips that they're using in the main event. Yeah, I think I think the main event needs its own chips. It's it's not even close. Like there should be no you know. I don't know. The thing is like we don't know the backside. It'd be cool too. You like I got the main main, event. These are the main chips. Yeah, for sure. I mean it's it's something that they they should at least consider. Obviously it's gonna cost a lot of money because Mm That's a lot of chips that need yeah. to be made. Yeah, I mean, they got all new chips this year, which is awesome. We yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the main event with brand new chipset right here. Maybe maybe they do have new yeah. chips. We'll find out. I think might, how much do you think a whole new chipset for the main a event would cost? You think, it's, you think it's, a, it's not a million? No. A million dollars? No, but I think no, it's close no. to like... I think you're talking about like 500. That's a lot of chips, yeah, man. 500, you think? Dude, it's so I'm, many I'm thinking more chips. like 75 to 100,000. No. Well, no, no. Chips are expensive. We spent, I think, 500 on our set. Yeah. I mean, when you buy them in bulk, it's obviously. Yeah. Gonna it's going to be it's slightly a, cheaper, but you're still probably looking at somewhere looking in the neighborhood. A lot of chips. Like, a lot I think you're looking at like probably 10 to 20 cents per chip. And then you're also chips. talking about like, yeah. you know, you need many, many, you know, many, many denominations yeah. of chips. Mm-hmm. When the, um, they, I was right next to um, the tables that they held all the chips after the color up in the Colossus. So it was like, it was like the 1K chips. And it was, there were so, I was like, that, and that was the 1K chips, not like the, the hundred. There's way more hundreds, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so like, they were just like, it was two tables, just racks and racks stacked like this high of chips. I'm like, that is a lot of freaking chips. Yeah, yeah. So, there's a lot of chips. I'm not sure. I mean, I would be. I, I mean, I'm sure they get like a super good deal. They have to because of like they, they. Yeah, they might pay like one course. cent per chip. Yeah, I don't they're, know. They're, but... they're 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 buying so many. Chips. Do you think there's, there's any chance they just continue to use the old chips? Did they say Rio Hotel on the yeah, sticker? No, they're not going to use the old chips. That'd be insane if they. If yeah, they do I wish oh, they think... would. I like the old chips. Did the main event chips? The new yeah. chips are great. Yeah, yeah the main the event chips? chip set. I mean, I just think it's got a whole. Shit oh, I, I, I like the overall new sets. I'm just saying, for main event, uh, I really liked the main event set. Yeah, I really liked the. The main event set, set was the same as all the other. Yeah, there like, was a lot of chips that used those. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of terms that it, used the main it event. Was, yeah. It was yeah, it was like the big the, bigger buying the 1500s stuff. Fifteen hundreds and higher, yeah. Yeah, but. How the fuck did they come up with the color scheme? There's a couple of these chip sets where they are like the they're so close in yeah, color always a problem that it's absurd. Problem. It is you just made, had these made last month yeah. or like last I year. Were, this color scheme was pretty good. What? No, um, there's I think there's oh, maybe, a, maybe the, the, there's the, one there's the, one the, that looks the very one similar. One and the five that the, they're, they're like chocolate and then purple. they're like uh, yeah, yeah, purple. It's a purple thing. There's purple pinkish. Like there's mm-hmm. one set. It's just absurd. It's like they say um, Caesar's Entertainment on them, so we know we just made them. Yeah, yeah. And it's like right. how the fuck is this a possibility? Also, yeah. the Golden Nugget fucking. 5Ks are black, are fucking black. <laughs> Who does that? I literally said, I looked at my chips. I thought it was 5K was 100, or the, uh, I'm sorry, the black was but a 5K. You don't have hundreds at that point anymore, Well, right? we did, we did. Oh, wow. It was right when I sat down. Okay. First um, open I go to do, I try to go to make it 1,800. I make it fucking 16,000 or something <laughs> like that. But I had already said the number that I was making yeah, it, so yeah, I got yeah. saved. Thankfully. Yeah, but it was just like, Jesus fucking Christ, who does this? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's How a- is this a problem everywhere? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that, I wonder if like when they're doing it, they're just like looking at it online and there's not someone actually like. Looking at the chips, yeah. Who knows, I mean. And there's only so many colors you can like, you know. No, there's not. Yeah. There's a lot, there's of, a lot colors. of colors. There's a lot of colors. And then why is it such a problem? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Seems like. Go ahead, Bert. 
I got nothing left, man. No. I am <laughs> excited. It's main event weekend. Yes. Playing oh the 3K God. freeze out today. You finished that game for up. us yet? Huh? You Where's our game? That game yet? Where's okay. our game? Fuck! What the fuck? I gotta make it for tomorrow. What have you been oh, doing? I'm gonna game? do it today. He's what been game? playing Poker Out Loud and not making the game. It's true. I've been playing Poker Out Loud every single what day. What game yeah. is this? The draft game. Don't the worry, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it while I play the 3K today. The draft <laughs> game? What's the draft? We're talking about the main game. event. The main we we pick game. different people. We have different like guidelines you have to pick, and then whoever gets the most points. The you guys wins. will have a template tonight. Uh, we'll we'll should we fill it out tomorrow or should we have it Monday show? God, do I have to pick all dark side people? Probably Mondays, right? When does the main event start? July third. Sunday. July third, wow. I think. How much vigor are we charging for this contest? Charging who? Uh. -huh. You? You? It's just us. Let's have. You know what? We'll just have to make a big contest. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll come up with the game over the next two days, and then we'll draft on Monday. Like, if you draft somebody who played Sunday, God bless. Yeah. Like, whatever. Um, so, yeah, like, we'll just, you know, we'll lose out on anybody Anyways, who busts. the game is afoot. But the game is afoot. Okay. Please remind me again over the next two days. <laughs> uh, yeah, main event weekend, sort of. Really, million dollar bounty weekend. I'm gonna come in here Monday, yeah. rich as fuck. God, there's gonna be one of two ways, Hold man. On. I'm gonna fuck a million. Bergie, would you be we really sad if there's only Monday? two envelopes yeah. left? How sad would you be if there's only two no, envelopes left right. and you yeah, don't like, and you don't pull the million one? There's two envelopes left. There's, like a there's one that's a million and one that's not. That means I won the tournament. I yeah, that means you won the tournament. I got second. That's true. So what? There's not a million for free. It's gonna be close. Okay, there's another million out there. Would you just split it with the person? Yeah, I would yeah. definitely try yo, to work I a deal. Like, like, a, like have a deal. Yeah, <laughs> like, yo, listen, yo. listen. Look, we ain't gambling for a million here, homie. I thought you were, you, I thought you were max gambling, Berkey. You were nah. just like, I know you how. can't ICM the envelopes, you think, you, think got, you think I'm that lucky? No. You're heads up. Be like, all right. Oh no, would you be heads up? I don't yeah, know. You'd be, heads up. Yeah. you'd be heads up and be like, all right, whoever busts the other person gets both envelopes. Whoever wins gets double both. first place. Yeah, Dude. that's nice. I'd be doing the like, exact opposite. Like, like, I'd be like, we chopping the prize. Like well, no, I guess if you bust a person, you do get both envelopes. God, it would be awesome if there's right? literally two envelopes left. One of them is like a 1K, and the other one's a million. Starting Donnie at a million. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my God, dude. All right, so if you're playing, so if you're playing the um, the bounty, then and you bag, then you have to play on the third or the fourth, correct? You have to play on Sunday or Monday. The main uh, event. You have to play the main event on the third or fourth because knows, you're coming man? back. I always play the same day. No, but so. if you if you bag the bounty, you have to play the if you want to play the main event, you have to play on the third or the fourth because you come back on the fifth to play day two of the bounty, and then the sixth, which is the last main event day. Uh, you can register is day three of the bounty. So just be aware of that. Yeah, but you could also just reg day two of the main. Or you could reg, or yeah, or you oh. could reg day two of the main if you yeah. want. Speaking of that, I'm not sure if you touched on it yesterday, but somebody um, hit us up on Twitter asking um, pros and cons of regging day one of the main and day two of the main. People always have this conversation. Yeah. I'm not doing this today. There, there are no pros and cons. A quarter <laughs> well, of, of the field's gone. If you're bad deep stack, reg on day two. There you go. I mean, Obviously. that's kind of it, right? It's like not enough of the field busts that your stack goes way up in EV. Mm -hmm. And uh, you, get to, you get enough big blinds on day two that you're not life, handicapping man. yourself that much. Just do what you want. You wake up <laughs> do whatever you want. Live your life, man. I'll be there. The tourists tour will be there 11 a.m. day one. These yeah, questions are fucking minor EV. If you wake up and you feel good, play. If you feel like shit and your girlfriend broke up with you, wait until day two. That's it, okay? <laughs> End of the show. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
I will never not be at the main event for the first card dealt. It's right. it's just it's, it's an too good. Event. Mm -hmm. It's too good. If I hold myself in a high regard as I think, like can't miss it. Yeah, I agree. That's it for us. We'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully not with Melissa because she's too busy winning the ladies' event. But there's a chance that she may be back. In which case, uh, no more sports talk. No. No, no more sports <laughs> ball. We'll get back to dating life and <laughs> slumber parties and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, leave a comment below. Let us know what your plans are for the main event and what you did in slumber parties back in the day. We'll see you guys all <laughs> tomorrow. You guys got invited Peace. To slumber parties?